Welcome to Chew the Bible. It's your host, Leah, and my dad, A.A. Rod. Hey, hey. All right, we're reading out of John chapter 10 of the New Living Translation. Read the heading. There you go. The Good Shepherd and His Sheep. I tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gates... Through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognizes rec, sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them, and they follow him because he know they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. All right. Those who heard Jesus use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I'll tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All who come came before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to kill, is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Your turn there, verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him, and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep, and they know me, just as my father knows me, and I know the father. So I sacrificed my life for the sheep. I have other sheep, too, that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They'll, they will listen to my voice, and there will be one flock with one shepherd. Keep. The Father loves me because I sacrificed my life so I may take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily, for I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and also take it up again. For this is what my Father has commanded. you got to read the verse uh, 20. When he said... When he said th these things, the people were again divided in their options about their him. Their opinions. I mean opinions. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Verse 20. Some said he's demon some said he's demon possessed and out of his mind. Why listen to a man like that? Others said, This doesn't sound like a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Because this out of context in verse in John 9, we talked about a blind man being healed. He put blood on his eyes. Yep. All right. And then Jesus claims to be the son of God. It was now winter and Jesus was in Jerusalem at the time of Hanukkah. I don't know why I was struggling with that word. The festival of dedication. He was in the temple walking through the section known as Solomon's Colonnade. The people surrounded him and asked, how long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus replied, I have already told you, and you don't believe me. The proof is the work I do in my Father's name. Your turn, verse 26. But you don't have but you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. 
I know them, and they follow me. I give you, I give them an eternal life, and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me, for my Father has given them to me, and he is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Once again, the people um, picked... my turn. Verse 31. Once again, the people picked up stones to kill him. Jesus said, At my Father's direction, I have done many good works. For which one for which one are you going to stone me? For which one are you going to stone me? They replied, We're stoning you not for any good work, but for blasphemy. You know what blasphemy is? Yes. What is blasphemy? Just guess. It's blasphemy. It's when you see let's look in the context. He says, You a mere man claim to be God. Like a like what a terrible guess. It's any sin toward God, like but well, we'll relook at the actual definition. It's just a sin toward God, like he's claiming to be God. You know people say that's blasphemous. It's when you like mock God or make fun of God or you claim to be God and you're not. But we'll look at the actual definition because sometimes I don't mind doing that. Definition. Ew, what is that weird thing? Yeah, you take things that aren't sacred. Yeah. Sacrilegious against God or sacred things. You profane it. Uh, like you make light of something that's very sacred. You make these big claims. All right, let's see. What is another definition for sacrilege, cursing, desecration, impiety, violation, violation, prof, profanation, corruption, irreverence. That's a that's my favorite word. Irreverence. Remember we talked about that yesterday. How you yeah. should have a reverence for God. All right. So they were claiming him, saying that he was being blasphemous because he was claiming to be God, and he's like, "I am God," <laughs> but they couldn't see it. They were blind. Alright, let me finish up. Jesus replied, it is written in your own scriptures that God said to certain leaders of the people, I say, you are gods, and you know that the scriptures cannot be altered. See, it's God's little g. Scriptures cannot be altered. So if those people who received God's message were called gods, why do you call it blasphemy when I, oh my bad, I'm reading your part. Read verse 36. Why do you call it blasphemy when I say, I am the Son of God? After all, the Father set me apart and sent me into the world. Don't believe me unless I carry out my Father's work. But I do his work. Believe but in if him. I do. But if I do his work, believe in the evidence of the miracle, miracle, miraculous. miraculous works I have done. Even if you don't believe me, then you will know and understand that the Father is in me. And I am the, in the Father. Once again, they tried to arrest him, but he got away and left them. He went, he went beyond the Jordan River near the place where John was first baptizing and stayed there a while. And many followed him. John didn't perform miraculous signs. They were marked to one another. But everything he said about this man has come true. And many who were there believed in Jesus. That's what I was saying to Aiden earlier. When it says believing in Jesus, they became his followers. They believed that Jesus was what was who he says he was. Basically, they got saved. Because that's the first step of salvation is believing that Jesus is who he says he is. All right. Let me see if there's any good commentary in here real quick. 
and John Tan. I got a lot of stuff here. I'm gonna read, and then if something pops up or you have any questions, just let me know, okay? These okay. are the Tony Evans notes. It says, Jesus was using this imagery to describe himself and to emphasize the importance of his followers, his sheep, having a personal knowledge of and relationship with him, their shepherd. Do you have a personal knowledge and relationship with Jesus, Leah? Yes. Good. Jesus is the way to safety in life. We must go through him to be saved. So if somebody comes along to you and says, uh, you don't really need Jesus. There's many ways to get to heaven, to have a relationship with God. What would you say? I would say that's not true. What if I say I like to use crystals and what else do people use now? Sage, burn some sage. Well, that's hard to say, especially when... What? Never mind. Um, what? I don't know what I'd say. Because there's a lot of folks that... Because I know somebody that does that. does a lot of things and they say, I'm... Yeah. What I would you say to that? Oh, that's hard because I know the person that does it, so I don't know what I would say. You say you know the person that does that? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of... The biggest thing you can do is not try to attack them or tell them that they're wrong, but just speak. For me, what works for me is best saying like my own personal experience. Say, For me, I'll say, well, you know what, those... In my in my experience, praying to Jesus Christ allows you to not have to do any of those things because those are limited in what they can do. Just like, you know, Pharaoh had his little mag- magicians that did things yeah. and they tried to copy God, but it was a different, it was a false power versus Jesus is the one true power. And that's who we should pray to and talk to. And we don't have to do all that stuff that people do. Like I had some girls in my car the other day. They were saying, "Oh, they were saying like, oh, you you probably have a lot of weird people that get in your car." And I was like, "Yeah, some interesting people that get in." And she was like, well, "You should burn some sage because they believe there's this belief. I don't know the hist all the history behind it, but like there's this belief that if you burn sage, that it wards off evil spirits. Because mm-hmm. you know, people they carry around spirits and demons that follow them and torment them and." Yeah. They don't even know they're being tormented by them or they're being influenced by them, right? Yeah. And so I told them, I don't do that. I just pray a lot. I said, I pray and I pray to, that for God's protection instead of burning sage. That makes sense? Yeah. Why are you looking like that? It makes sense. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I don't roll up my page. I need that for later. All right. So what else? What else you got? Uh, Jesus is the way to safety and life. We must go through him to be saved. Jesus doesn't want... Why are you making them faces? <laughs> You're silly. Jesus doesn't want to, you to merely, merely to possess eternal life, but also to possess the full experience of life. Following the shepherd leads to blessing and joy and a growing experience of eternal life. It allows him to rebuke and reverse the enemy's attempts at blocking the blessings purpose and spiritual fulfillment God has for your life. That's that's a very that's a are you trying to nod off? I'm not. I just test myself randomly. 
You like your grandpa. All right, man, that's a memory verse. That's actually a good memory verse. John 10, 10, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. You ever heard that one? Yep. But Jesus came and we have life and have it more abundantly. All right. Insane. I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus was speaking of the substitutionary atonement when he was sacrificed his life on the cross for the sins of the world. Though that would not have been clear to his audience, as he would tell his disciples later, no one has greater love than this to lay down his life for his friends. God the Father gave his one and only son because he loved the world, all humankind without exception. The other sheep that Jesus would save are Gentiles who would believe in him so that the church would consist of both Jewish and Gentile believers. You can see Ephesians chapter 2. There will be one flock. So, are you a Jew or a Gentile? A Jew. A Gentile. So, a Gentile is anybody that's not a Jew. So, this is kind of complicated, sweetheart, because there are people that were born in in Israel that are Jewish, that are the original Jews, right? And that's what these these people that he was talking to... Like a lot of these Pharisees, they were Jewish by, how do I say it? This is hard to describe, even though I don't fully understand it all. They were Jewish by their birth. Like like God? Kind of like, you know how you can be like, uh, the best example, like. God? Yeah, God was born Jewish. He was Jew, a Jew. Uh, like I can be born in Mexico, mm-hmm. and that makes me a Mexican, right? from Mexico. But you can come to America? But then you can have a different Judaism and also see I'm talking about something I don't fully understand. So I'm not going to say too much. But there's also like the Jew the culture and the customs of the Jews that they follow and they follow they also had their own like religion following like the original five books of the Bible that Moses wrote. Yeah. They read all that the Torah, and they have all the. If you ever seen like a Jew, that like they wear the hats and they have all the customs that they follow. Yeah. But then there's Messianic Jews because those Jews, a lot of those Jews, don't believe that Jesus Christ is their savior. They just follow. They believe in God and they follow all these rituals, but they don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Did you know that? No, I didn't. There's Jews that don't believe that. They don't even celebrate Christmas. But then there's these, like, they call them Reformed Messianic Jews. And they're ones who actually believe Jesus Christ is their Savior. They follow, they're born, they were born Jewish in Israel, in that area. Mm-hmm. And and then they follow all those customs. But in addition to that, they also believe that Jesus Christ is their Savior. Hmm. Yeah, and there's so much more I can talk about that topic, but we're not going to go that deep. Because then you have these people called Hebrew Israelites and even this version of my grandpa's church where they believe that they were the first black Jews. It goes pretty deep. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff out here, sweetheart. But at the end of the day, as long as the person is professing Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior, that's what matters most. All right. Because there's a lot of beliefs out here that can get real confusing. Jesus was one under was under no obligation to sacrifice himself. We're almost done, baby girl. For sinners, and though the Jews would hand him over and the Romans would crucify him, this was only possible because he let them. Put that back, baby girl. Set that over there. Almost done. 
No one takes the life of the Son of God. He lays it down voluntarily because he is willing to give his life in obedience to the Father's command in love for sinners. Notice the polarization here. No one was on the fence about Jesus. Indeed, each of us will believe either the truth about him or will embrace a lie instead. You can't be on the fence with Jesus. Ooh, there's a lot of notes. Almost done. Today, the festival of dedication is commonly known as Hanukkah, which celebrates the re re rededication of the temple in 165 BC after its desecration by Antiochus the fourth epiphanus in 168 bc you heard of hanukkah you've mm -hmm. seen people using hanukkah so that's what they're celebrating when they do that a lot of yeah jews celebrate that but as some people wonder like should christians follow a lot of the jewish customs we don't have to I mean, we're not gonna go that deep we're not required to um some christians do though they follow Wait, a lot so of these why is it like we're required to? So that means we're not required to. So does that mean some people, like, they actually have to? Like, no matter what they're supposed to and they have to? Not that they have to. They do it They do it out of ritual. Oh. So it's part of their culture, and it's also part of their, like, religious belief system. Like, but as Christians, we don't have to. So they basically believe in karma? Because if they don't do it, they think something bad will happen? Mm, some might think that way. They might have that kind of reasoning for doing it. But usually they do it because they, they grew up in it. They saw their family do it, so they do it. Okay, then. Don't you know how there's certain things that... That can happen in Christianity, too. Like, there's certain religious things that we might do like certain ways that we do things like a style of worship i stopped doing that see you're stopping the thing don't please oh, baby this girl this is my keyboard what, what yeah one of y'all brought it over here and then y'all yeah aiden left it here anyway next now it keeps skipping or whatever it's doing i'll fix that later all right so Where was I? Believers are not eternally secure because of their grip on God, but because of his grip on them. If you come to Jesus by faith, he's got you. When you're too weak and your hands go limp, he still, he'll still be hanging on. What does that remind you of? What I just said, that he's got his grip on you. What did we talk about yesterday? What's our memory it verse? Reminds me of Isaiah. It's Isaiah is it forty one ten? Where he, he says, Do not be afraid. And he says, I'll I'll hold you with my righteous right hand. Oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. Alright. And the father don't put that on your face, because it's dirty. And I and the Father are one, in essence and in purpose. You don't get a clearer claim to deity than that. Remember, our creator is one God in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And Jesus Christ is one person with two natures, divine and human. Jesus pointed to Psalm 82, verse 6. I said, you are gods. Their God referred to human rulers who were made in God's image and responsible to imitate God's character as gods. 
So if sinful men in honored positions could be called gods, what about a perfect man? So it's kind of that's there's a lot going on here. But there's this group of people they call Gnostics, or five percenters. There's, there's these people that believe they're like gods here on Earth. Like they think they call each other gods, or they call each other kings, and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of a dangerous rope. But they kind of claim to be like on the same level as Jesus. Oh. And so. And yeah, so God, they were pointing to that scripture in that point, talking about when he was talking about God, he was talking about God made us to be like rulers here on earth, but like not like temp, like temporary rulers, though, give us responsibilities. But it doesn't mean like in the sense of like, oh, you're like God, like capital G, that's like little G. And we should never try to be like a God, act like God. There's only one God. Mm -hmm. All right. You think that by this point they would realize that seizing Jesus is a dead end street. No one could take his life from him, but soon he will lay it down. Jesus was sovereign over his own death. Given the hostility directed against him in Jerusalem, Jesus departed across the Jordan, but that didn't put a damper on his ministry or the success of his message. See, I like the commentary. Sometimes I like to read it. I don't read it all the time. Sometimes I like to just infer things on my own. But the commentary, like, Tony Evans is a Bible scholar. He's been preaching for, like, I don't know, over 30-something years. He actually made this Bible. He's a black pastor. You want to see who Tony Evans is real quick? Yeah. Here, Google. I, I, listen, I like to listen to him a lot. It's good to find pastors that are really good, have good sound doctrine that aren't talking crazy stuff. Oh, oh man, the internet is out again. Why does it keep doing that? There he goes. That's him. He's a nice guy. His wife passed away like two or three years ago. That's pretty sad. But that's his kids. That's his son, Anthony. He's a singer. He actually makes Christian music. That's his daughter, Priscilla Shire. You've probably seen her. A lot of Christian women love her. Like they go to her conferences and stuff. And then this is his other son. He played in the NFL for the Cowboys. I can't remember what the other daughter did. But look, see that? They got four kids like us. Two boys, two girls. Oh, that's not his wife? That's on the left? Nope. That's oh. his older daughter. I think that's his oldest daughter. I can't remember the birth order. His wife is somewhere around here. Yeah, that's his wife. She pat Right there, that was his wife. Right there. She Why was it she on the cover of the disruption? Because that was that book was made after his wife. They made it in response to his wife passing away. They talk about their... Reflections on their mom or so I can't remember what the book is about, but they wrote the book after his wife died. Alright. Take us home, baby girl. Romans wrote. Just read the scriptures. Just the scripture part. Right. Read it and then read that scripture and then read the prayer. Read all the scriptures and then read the prayer. Romans three two three. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans six two three. For wait for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5, 8. But God commendeth his love towards us. All right, what is another word for commendeth? Commend. Commend. Demonstrated. Comment. Or showed. 
but God showed his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 10, 9, 10. That if thou, thou shalt confess with my mouth that Jesus... You don't have to do all the thou's. You can just put in your own words. Mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in their heart, your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You shall be saved for the heart man believes unto righteousness. unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. A sinner, oh, Romans ten thirteen. For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. A sinner's prayer for forgiveness. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Christ is the Son of God, who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from sin, from my sin, and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Anything else you want to say, baby girl? Bye. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? Not really. Not Wait, really? where's the camera? <laughs> now you can give your honest opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it so much and I go to church every single night. How, so, Alright, real quick. How can Daddy make the podcast better? What would you? What's one suggestion you would make? Uh, I don't really know. It was just a lot of reading and listening, but some people like that, I guess. So. Yeah, look at this. I'm gonna show you real quick. I don't know why. Every time I'm shocked, I'm like, why are people still listening to this podcast? And these are not my. Early on, some of these plays were mine, but lately, cause I, cause look at this. Money. When he, when I first started, you can put an ad on here for Anchor, promoting Anchor. And so every time somebody listened to it, I got paid. And the, But they capped it out at $52.04. It was like a most random number. So, so I made $52, right? Yep. Just from that. But ever since then, I, play, I was playing it myself sometimes. And I listened to it myself on my own sometimes. Just, I don't know, just sometimes fall asleep, fall asleep to the sound of my own voice. But ever since then, look at this. Look at all these people. Nine. Somebody just listened to it. I don't know who that is. I already got one play. Nine plays. Four plays. Fifteen plays. Thirteen but plays. But they like listen to the whole thing? See, that's the one thing I don't like about the analytics on here. It doesn't show me when the person stops listening. That's why I like uh, doing YouTube videos because it shows me how long they watched the video and when they stopped. They don't give me this many details. They just show me like how many people are listening. I, there's other podcasts like platforms I can use, but you got to pay for them. I ain't doing all that. Um, eventually, I may like sell ad space if I get enough listens. Like I say, hey, somebody has a product, you want me to promote it on my podcast? Oh yeah. I'll and then you just pay me like I'll just negotiate a fee or something, or we'll negotiate trading services. So look, this guy on January thirty first, thirty people played it, but it averages like. And sometimes there's spikes this year. Like in the last... I, I took a long break. I took like a whole couple weeks from... Po- I haven't podcast in a couple weeks. See, on December 29th, 560 people listened to all these different episodes. Isn't that crazy? Yep. I mean... That- I don't know these people. And look, one more thing. I'll show you. I probably shouldn't be recording this, but oh well. 
So they can stop whenever they want. Episode hey. rankings. Look at this. The, this is the most listened to recording. One I did on Genesis 49. Hell, Hell, Lion of Judah. 158 plays. It ranks all your episodes. All the plays. And then look. But here's the most interesting audience. You can see where people are listening. So these are all, even though it says 1%, somebody in there has listened to this podcast from those all these countries, South Africa, Sweden, Germany, Canada, UK, India, all these countries, Brazil, Japan, France, Romania, Estonia, Nepal. I used to go to college with a bunch of kids from Nepal. It's next to India. Uh, see, more guys than women listen to my podcast right now. See? And then it shows the age, the ages of the people. Most of the people that listen are ages 35 to 44. And then 23 to 27. So I don't have a whole, I don't have anybody that's 18 to 22 listening to the podcast right now. Yeah. Or Otis. Because, yeah. But eventually, I might spin this podcast off into like, y'all can create your own podcast. And it's going to be called like, I don't know, y'all come up with some name of it. You and Aiden just reading the Bible. Y'all can make little videos and stuff. And just have fun with it. Look, and then see. It shows you like where they're listening. They're listening on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, on the web. Oh, and then lastly, I can break it down. I can click on United States. And it shows me what states they're listening in. See? Most people listening in Missouri. Then there's people in Texas, Florida, New York, Illinois. I think I've covered almost all the states. Idaho, Louisiana, North Carolina, Virginia. All these people listening in all these different states, right? And I can click on it, and it shows me by city. 96% is in Kansas City. Some people in St. Louis, Smithville, which is north of here, Florissant, where I grew up. Do you know one in Lee Summit? Let's see. Is there any Lee Summit folks? Go up. There you go. Somebody in Lee Summit listened to it. Blue Springs, Liberty. But it doesn't have a blue and purple line. It just says 1%. That just means some... If it says 1%, somebody listened to it there. Oh, okay. It could just be one person. A lot of people in Kansas City are like... <laughs> yep. So there you go, baby girl. I like St. Louis. I, most people listen on iPhone versus Android. Lee Summit. Lee Summit. All time. Let's go back to Lee Summit. All right. Anything else you want to say, baby girl? Bye! appreciate you all right i think that's it all right let's shut it down give me a high five maybe that's what you can do you'll be a podcaster no <laughs> no thanks that's too much sitting time no one of my podcasts i used to actually do it on the road i would go up to random people and i asked them i used to ask them what did you want to be when you grew up and you want to watch one of them? No. No, watch. You want to watch the short one? Mm-hmm. What about the one I do with your grandpa? How short is it? I'll do the one with old girl. Watch here. Oh, the girl. Lord Jesus, give me water. Give me water. I know Jesus, give me water. Give me water. Jesus, give me water. Jesus, gave me water. I know Jesus, 
game 